Welcome to the Having a Merry Heart podcast. I'm so excited to have Sarah May as my guest. And when I tell you the title of her book, I think you'll understand. Sarah May has written Having a Martha Home the Merry Way. And I'm excited to talk to her about eight tips for doing just that at Christmas. Joanna Weaver here, and I'm so, so very excited to have as my special guest, Sarah May. Sarah May, welcome to the Having a Merry Heart podcast. Thank you so much for having me on. You reached out to me uh, about a new book that you had, and um, mm-hmm. and I had a chance to, to read it and write an endorsement and loved it. And I have waited for this moment because... <laughs> Because we discovered, I think, through our chatting that we uh, probably are twins separated at birth. But um, having a Mary, a Martha home, the merry way, 31 days to a clean house and a satisfied soul. And <laughs> ah, I loved it. And so when I opened it to read it, I'm like, oh, my word, we are so, we are so twins separated <laughs> at birth because I... I'm a Martha. I I am. Mm-hmm. I have definite Martha tendencies, but not when it comes to household or yeah, right? and, and um I'm a recovering messy and it's been the big challenge of my whole life. And so as I'm reading this, I'm like I am eating it up with a spoon because I'm like this is it. This is it. This is Aww. this is brilliant. Brilliant. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thank oh. you. Well, and, and so it's just so fun to, just to have you here. I love how real you are. I just love how honest you are. Can you tell us where the whole book came from? Yeah. Well, it came from the fact that I really was so earnest in wanting to be a good homemaker. And I had always struggled with not being very clean. My roommate in college actually put tape down the middle of our room (laughs) And she's like, do not put your stuff on this side. And even though my parents made me make my bed every single day, the minute I got my own place, I didn't make my bed. (laughs) So that whole habits are formed in 30 days is kind of nonsense because, I mean, it didn't work for like 18 years. Oh, please. Nonetheless, making your bed, there's lots of studies that say it's good. Anyway, I'm digressing. (laughs) So when I got married and I had my first baby, I was going to stay home and I was determined to do a really good job. This is something that I wanted to give my life to doing, raising my children and taking care of our home. And and I sort of had all of these wonderful visions that I was going to be up early and have lipstick on and my hair would be done and I'd look nice and my house would be all tidy and there would be homemade bread cooking in the oven and my toddlers would be amazing. And, you know, then I had kids and I realized, oh my word, life is just not so tidy. Uh Uh-uh. Um, and, but it really came to a breaking point for me, which led to the book, which started as a series of blog posts in that I didn't know I was putting so much identity into this idea of being a good homemaker. And when I wasn't having this clean home every day, when I was constantly struggling, it made, cause I was putting my identity in it. Mm -hmm. It all of a sudden made me feel very, very worthless. Like my husband would rather have a a better wife. He'd rather have a wife that was up early and cleaning the house. And, and all of these lies just crept in and I felt so discouraged and a little bit depressed. Like why bother trying? I'm just going to fail anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was talking with my sister-in-law. I was crying and uh, we were in, a, in my car outside of this ice cream shop. 
And I said, I just know that my husband, her brother, I just know he wants somebody else. And she's like, well, has he ever said that to you? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, but I just know it. And she's like, well, maybe that's not true. <laughs> and then she said, and the bottom line is nobody has the authority to tell you who you are. But uh, God. Wow. And you know, that changed everything for me. All of a sudden, my identity shifted from homemaker to right. beloved daughter of God mm. who might mess up, but who Jesus will help. And he does the work. He does the work. So anyway, this book came out of sort of all of these things. And then also a very practical necessity of, well, I do want people to come in my home and not trip over things. There's a story <laughs> in the book. My landlord came into our apartment. It was early in the morning. My roommate and I were sleeping in the bedroom and we hear, ha, ha, ha. And my roommate, you know, like she's totally, you know, in um, fight or flight, she's flight. So she's putting the covers over her head. Like if somebody broke in, maybe they won't see us. And I get up, you know, I don't have a baseball bat. I probably grab a shoe or something and I'm like, I'll go find the intruder. And I open the door and our landlord is lying on the floor with her head bleeding because she tripped over all the stuff in her hallway and hit her head. This is the story of my life. Anyway, so to the practical end of it is that I thought I'm going to write this series of blog posts and one day at a time, does anybody else struggle with cleaning? Let's do this together. Each day we'll just do something together. So I, it was never meant to be like, hey, I'm an expert in cleaning. Um, no, it was more like, oh my word, I really stink at this, but I still believe in it. And I really yeah. do want to take care of my home and love my family because I believe at the root of hospitality is love. And so now I don't say to women, let's be good homemakers. I say, let's be gentle homemakers. How can we be gentle with ourselves and love others with this gentle effort? So that's where it came from. And that's where we're at. And if you look behind me, <laughs> you'll see that I, this is my life. Like this is I understand completely. Not perfect. It's a little messy and a little loved and, you know, we homeschool, so this is life. <laughs> I, love I love it. I love it. Well, you were even saying that um, you're, you're a little bit, um, it's been a rough morning. And yet I love that you were willing to just be here. <laughs> yes, y'all. My water thing, hot water, I don't even know what it is. I called my husband. I was like, her hot water is not working. And we just got back from the mountains last night at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> and I need, to I need to shower. Do you see this? this I and he's like, oh, the hot water fuse must, broke, you know, must be broken. I'll fix it when I get home. I'm like, when you get home? Like, I have an interview today on a video. And I was not want to take a cold shower because I'm in Pennsylvania and it's cold. I know. So, you know, you just do what you got to do. Oh, well, I'm so honored. <laughs> I was so so I you know it, it's been that kind of a morning for me technical wise like everything going wrong but I do you know because we're kind of leading up to the Christmas season yes. and I wanted to talk to you you do notice I actually went to the basement and got my Christmas tree you can't have that until after Thanksgiving well take that down <laughs> I'm just faking it I'm just faking it but but I, and, and I have my little, let's see if I can, oh, I can't, Never mind. I've got my little snowflake necklace, you know. That's so sweet. What is all? I have a bag down here with a pumpkin I got at the dollar store for decoration. I still haven't put it up yet. It's sitting in the bag. My kids are like, let's decorate for fall. And I'm like, great idea. And it's still in the bag down there. <laughs> I think it still oh. counts though. 
It counts. <laughs> yes, it counts. We bought it. We have good intentions. Eventually, it will get up there. I, that's what I say. That's what I say. What I loved so much was, is you broke, um, you broke down the process into such doable steps. And mm. I, I think that's what paralyzes us as women is we have such, first of all, such huge expectations of what we should be. Yeah. And then what all that should involve. Mm. We get mm-hmm. paralyzed and we never actually, we, we get stuck because yes. it's just too much and too big. And what, yes. what, what did you learn in your journey about uh, just the power of baby steps in this whole process? Oh my goodness. I just, one thing at a time. Yeah. One thing at a time. I have a dear friend here who lives uh, near me and she's always saying slow and steady. Yeah. One foot in front of the next. Yeah. And that is how I have to live because I get um, anxiety really easily if I let my mind go to all the things. Right. But I have a a quote framed in my living room that says, life is not an emergency. Life is a Mm. gift. Sam Voskamp. And that is framed in our living room. My kids and I say it to each other all the time. Life is not an emergency. So one foot in front of the next is the only way I feel like I can live because the way my personality is geared. Everybody says, I always say I'm a type B woman. I'm pretty laid back and all of that. And they're like, yeah, but you're kind of driven. And I was like, no, my personality is geared towards getting overwhelmed easily. Um, but I, I have just such a weird mix. So I need somebody to say like, it's okay. Yeah. Time, just one step at a time. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, one of the things I wanted to, to bring you on today was because I don't know about anyone else, but coming up to the holidays, I really do want it to be so wonderful. Yes. 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 So wonderful. And, um, but, but if I'm not careful, it just all becomes this mad blur. And Mm -hmm. even though I'm trying to be intentional and even though I'm trying to be organized and because honestly, I mean, it's just, I'm just not an, I'm not a maintenance kind of girl. It's yeah, it's so hard. And, mm. and so what would you, what would you say as we're coming into this yeah. Christmas season, how can we be fully present, mm-hmm. uh, have realistic expectations, you know, make mm-hmm. it a special time, but not just get, yeah. fat, just lose it in the craziness. Yeah. Well, I wrote down a few things. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> Well, first of all, I have to tell you a little bit of a funny story. So I was driving my kids to their, they have this academy thing on Mondays where they do music and drama and whatever. And I was like, I'm really sorry, you guys, that I was a little frazzled this morning. We started off really well and then we kind of went downhill and then we started to rush. And so I'm really sorry. I have this interview today and, and it's on, you know, having this, this Martha or this Mary Hart, you know, in the Martha busyness of Christmas. And my oldest is 11 and she's like misorganized. She has a little bit of pride. She, she says things to me like, when I have a car, it will never be messy. And I'm like, oh my word. So that's a little bit of her. So we're driving in the car and she's like, oh, I have some ideas for everybody. And I was like, okay. And she goes, well, first of all, when I have kids, that whenever they make a mess, I'm going to make sure that they clean it all up every time they make the mess so that my house is always clean leading up to the holiday. And she said, and in fact, if they clean without my prompting, I will reward them in some way. And I was like, that's actually a really good idea. I don't, maybe I should start doing that because apparently she has this great idea. 
And then she said, and I'll make sure all my dishes are done every day. I'll keep an eye on my dishes so they're always done. And that way, when the day comes, everything will be clean and I'll be ready. <laughs> She's, I'm not like her at all. And so I was like, Ella, that's actually, those are really great ideas. So taking a tip from my 11-year-old, <laughs> and I also told her that all holiday meals will be at her house when she's older. And she there said, you go. She said, of course they will be, mom. <laughs> um, prep helps the heart. So being prepared in some way, little things at a time. Yes. I think especially when we're in a busy season mm-hmm. is to... If you're anything like me, I put everything off until the last minute. I don't buy Christmas presents until the week of. I'm terrible. But I love how my own child is saying, Mom, just a little bit of preparing will make the day much more relaxing and um, less stress. And so um, taking a cue from her, I would say do little things to prepare. So as you get closer, it doesn't feel like a tidal wave of things happening. So that's sort of an obvious one. And I'm just going to put that in my Ella box and say to anybody who can prepare ahead of time, like do that. That's really smart. And now I'm going to tell you what I do. (laughs) Okay. So interestingly enough, I was thinking about you know, how, how do we keep this, this merry heart, this sort of willingness to be still and keep, you know, our eye on Jesus through this busy time. And it took me, my mind went right to the birth of Jesus Mm -hmm. and where was the birth of Jesus, but in this, you know, stall or cave or whatever it was. The point is it wasn't in Mary's home. I was thinking about this today. How, what if the Lord would have made it that she would have given labor in a home? Mm-hmm. There would be hustle and bustle. There would be people around. Um, as a young Jewish woman, she would have probably had to host. Wow. Um, all these things would be going on. Even though she maybe had just had a baby, she still would be having to you know, be some sort of a hostess. Yeah. And God didn't even, God didn't allow that. So she, you know, we look at it and we think, oh, she's in this stable or cave or whatever it was. But I'm thinking, whoa, she had to be still. Like she couldn't, what she could do, do, tidy up the hay. I mean, (laughs) so even though these shepherds come to see this baby, she really can't do anything. And it gives us, first of all, silent night, a holy night, right? Like it gives us the silence and sort of a stillness and sort of just be, you know, like, and so I think for me, one of the ways I can keep a merry heart is to have a real sense of awe mm. and a real sense of silence. Mm. And how do you do that when you have to get sugar cookies made and maybe make right. a turkey and whatever? I think just something about, you know, I talked about preparing by cleaning, like my daughter says, but there's something in just preparing your heart to be still, to go Mm -hmm. slow. We don't have to rush. That's so good. (laughs) And so, I don't know. I I love this idea of just being, being in awe and thinking about Mary on that first night. I love it. Couldn't do all the things she wanted to maybe, or would have been expected to do. It occurs to me too, with that whole thought to be okay with the less than perfect. Oh, yes. Well, that actually brings me to my next point. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, I I don't want to rush it or anything, but kind of just settling it in your heart that you're going to be okay with the mess. Mm -hmm. Because if you're constantly trying to clean up or make things perfect, first of all, that's silly because nothing will be perfect. But 
I have had to learn to be okay with the mess. Like if you want sugar cookies and you have toddlers or little kids, guess what? You're not doing it because it's going to look good in better homes and gardens. Like just expect flour to be everywhere and decorating stuff everywhere. And if you settle it ahead of time, because this this is another thing about me, my blood pressure will go, like I start to rise when I see the mess and I really hate it. Messiness makes me crazy, even though I'm kind of a mess person. And so in decorating, I can remember I would do it and I would feel like, oh my word, this is not going how I planned it. Like things are over here and the kids aren't decorating it pretty and the cookies are pretty <laughs> ugly. And you know, if you can just get used to that and oh, go into so it, good. Like, yes, don't be messy. It's okay. I know. I think, That's so I think helpful. we move, we lose so much in our quest for perfection. Like we yeah, just lose. No. We lose the joy of the moment, and I that that really spoke to me when you when you brought up that point because um, sometimes we have this idea of how the Christmas is going to be, and it is totally better homes and garden. It's Pinterest worthy. Yes, we're, yes. You know, we're going to be a, a Christmas home tour. You know, it's just come <laughs> to my house. Yeah, and, and with it all, then I don't know about anyone else, but if anyone tweaks with my little vision, I lose <laughs> my joy. Yeah. If Joanna world doesn't happen, then I lose my joy. And interestingly, the Lord was so kind. I have one Christmas that really stands out in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, the Lord, because I am the last minute girl, like I said, I'm so with you, girl. Um, last minute, all these things. But for some reason, God had kind of quickened my heart. I got, I got a lot of my stuff done. I had my mm-hmm. house decorated. Um, we even had our Christmas party for our staff and, mm. and I'm like, this is great. Mm. And my mother had a heart attack oh, and we, we spent, we spent Christmas in the hospital. Wow. But it was so okay. Mm. And, you know, and to, and, and not, not because I'd had everything done again. I, I don't want to put the emphasis there, but yeah. you know, to come into Christmas with this flexibility yeah. that Mary had, that um, it didn't have to be perfect and she didn't lose her joy because she was in a barn. But, and and it it occurred to me, as you said that the gift that that was to her, you know, we think, Oh, the poor woman was in a barn, but actually it was a gift. How embarrassing Mm -hmm. to be in, in a crowded hotel. In, yeah. Crowded in. No, God knew exactly what she needed. And yeah. can we receive even those interruptions to the our plan yeah. as a gift from the Lord? So yeah. that's, that's willing, I think being willing in all of it. I remember, I hope I can correlate this well. I remember years ago when I had a newborn and my sister-in-law had a newborn and she had this brand new like camcorder because there weren't, you know, all these iPhones. And, um, you know, it's probably $600 or, you know, something like that. And they were out at a park and they left their camera at the park and they came home and they're like, oh my gosh, like surely it's gone. Like we lost the camera. And I was like, oh my word, are you freaking out? Like, don't you want to go find the camera? And my sister-in-law was just like, like, if it's gone, it's gone. And I can't get all wrapped up in that because there's nothing I can do. And I'm like, but you lost all the memories. And she's just like, well. Wow. What am I going to do? And I realized it's not that she wasn't upset. It's that she was holding things like this. Oh, 
Yes. And this really, I have, I, that really just, I don't know why, but it impacted me so deeply and happy ending. We ended up calling the police department and they did find the camera, but wow, but she wasn't expecting that. And so there's this idea is we're preparing and we have ideas and visions for Christmas yes. and home or holiday, whatever, that we are willing to just hold everything with our hands open and say, oh. Lord, here's all my ideas and all my intentions yeah. and what they want to do. Um, but God, I know that anything can happen at any time and my hands are open to yeah. how things might lead. And that reminds me too, my wedding, you know, when you're getting married, you want everything perfect, right? And mm -hmm. my husband and I, before everything, we said, things will go wrong. We yeah. know things will go wrong. So let's choose now mm -hmm. that if something goes wrong, that we're not going to let it ruin our day. I and love it you the dj played our wrong leaving song he played the wrong song for my husband doing this one dance like all these things went wrong like little things but they went wrong he was unprepared and we were able to just you know what just keep on going with a smile because we had prepped our heart in advance to say we're holding this loosely and nothing's going to ruin the day um we're just going to go with what comes yeah can't go back and each christmas is a gift we can't go back That's we only get so many in this life so Hold it loosely. I love it. I love it. So what other <laughs> tips can you give us? Oh, gosh. Those are probably my best big tips for you. <laughs> and going, going back to what I said before, really that life is not an emer emergency and taking it one step at a time, yeah. that's how I am over the holiday. I have to say this is what I can do. And I have to know in advance, like, I don't have to. I like being prepared. So I know what I'm going to do. And then leading up, it's just like one thing at a time. You know what? Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that my kitchen's ready so that when I cook tomorrow, I'm not going to be stressed about that. Yes. Or just, I feel like one step, I can do the next thing. Mm -hmm. What is the next thing I need to do yes. to be ready? And that's how I, it, like I said, if I think of all the things, yes. I'm overwhelmed and I kind of freak out and yes. my husband talk me down from the ledge. <laughs> but if I can go, what's next? What's the next yeah. thing? Oh, and I do a much better job of being calm. My children are happier because they don't have crazy mom. <laughs> and all is well. Much better. Yes. <laughs> Silent night. Yes. All is calm. Yeah, all is calm. Right? And then things are going to go wrong anyway. And so, yeah. you know, I think another really big tip is be willing to ask for forgiveness and be gracious all around. Because you know what? There are going to be times where you're going to lose it over the holiday season and you don't need to beat up on yourself over it. Yeah. I think instead to be willing to take a step back and say, everybody, I'm really sorry. Would you just forgive me? And yes. let's just keep going. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that. This is so great. This is so great. I <laughs> I just want to come back real quick to the, to the book because I love how you bring the Martha practical and you've got Martha challenges at, mm -hmm. at each chapter, but then you take us um, for a merry moment just to yeah. the word of God. And mm. um, Oh, I should have called the merry moments. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You merry call moment. it the merry challenge and the Martha challenge. And I, I just love that because, you know, we're not either or girls. Yeah, and right. I think that's the thing that we kind of tend to do. We kind of do, okay, this is the spiritual and this yeah. is practical. Yeah. When Jesus just wants to be invited into it all. And oh, that is so good. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Who is it? Brother Lawrence? Or, yeah. Oh, gosh, I hope that's right. It is. Who says that even in your dishes, you're yes. worshiping God. Like, yes. it isn't. Yeah. It's, oh, that's good. 
You know, that really helped me. Another Christmas story um, that really helped me. I was running and doing the busy stuff of being a pastor's wife. And, and so there's Christmas at church, there's Christmas at home. And, um, and I just, I I was driving along and I, I was just like, this is crazy. This isn't what it's supposed to be. You know, like we all say that, right? It's not supposed to be like this. Mm -hmm. And I just felt the Holy Spirit whisper to my heart. Oh, Joanna, (laughs) parties are always a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, and that it's not about me. Mm. It's mm. really about him. And if I can look at it that way and go, wow, Lord, somehow can you help me let this all be about you? Mm. That as I serve my family, it's really yeah. a love gift to you. As I, yes. you know, when I'm wrapping the presents and I'm trying to find that last stocking stuffer, <laughs> that mm-hmm. somehow it all, the sacred and the secular, the practical and the spiritual, yeah. it can all just be a love gift to him. And it's really all a gift, like you're saying. And it is about love because the temptation is to be like, either I have to make everything perfect, get out of my way, don't interrupt me. Or, you know what? This is just who I am. Suck it up, everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Instead of this, like, how can I go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit and love today? How can I do that? How do I say, Jesus, I can't do this on my own either way. Like I have a vision yeah. of how I want things, but God, would you take it? And I really am, I have a bent towards messiness, but God, would you take it and help me not to stay there? Right. And so in all of it, one thing I had to learn, um, yeah, Christmas cookie decorations, you have to let that go a little bit. I, my kids are <laughs> seven, nine, and 11. And I had this idea of how they would be decorated and how they would look. And then now I just like put all the stuff on the table and I'm like, have fun children, like go for it. And they have so much more fun being able to do whatever they want. And I don't care how they look like you just give up on that. And, um, yeah, I think it's like what you said, you just give up on perfect Mm -hmm. and just relax into it and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think that can translate not just Christmas, but life in general, that that we can let go of that Joanna world or Sarah world or that Mm -hmm. perfection thing. And yet I think you bring an important point, but we don't go, well, I'm just going to stay the way I am. Um, And the thing I love about this book, because it's such practical steps to Mm -hmm. become, you know, Mm -hmm. because I struggled. I mean, I honestly, I'm like, Lord, will I ever have victory over my house? I I mean, because for me, almost it was crippling. It was, uh, it was crippling because I couldn't, I I couldn't feel free to have people over. Oh, and I know I should have, I know all that, but it was, but also chaos on the outside really equals chaos on the inside for me. Yes. And so I honestly thought it for me to get victory in my house would be as miraculous as growing another arm. Yeah. (laughs) Really. But God, when, when he heard the heart and it was, you know, he had to strip away all the, all the unrealistic expectations and he had to strip away all, all the cultural expectations and all the self-inflicted guilt, all that had to go. But Mm. ultimately he did know that there was going to be a freedom on the other side of discipline. Mm. And if I would just keep on keeping on and keep on asking him to help me and change, there was going to be a place of freedom. And there are still, I'm far from perfect. And my car is still just like, Oh Jesus, it's so just bad. But (laughs) a level 
of order and freedom that I never thought I would have. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I have found such victory in being free that I'm not the state of my house. Like God loves me anyway, and he is the one who is molding me and changing me and maturing me. That's not my job. My job is to obey and say, okay, God, I trust you with me. I'm going to do my best to submit to you like you do the inside work. Yes. Um, And I've had to learn. I, I really struggle with when I have people coming over to my house, I, I start becoming a taskmaster to my kids. Like, guys, we have to vacuum, clean this and do this and do this. And I'm starting, like, it, like everything has to be done. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to go, okay, kids, like, we do need to get the house in order, but, like, it's enough. It doesn't have to be right. all, you know, perfect. And I don't know if it was my husband or somebody, I can't remember, said, like, you're, the person coming over isn't coming for your perfect house. You're yeah. coming to be with you. And so, yes, I want my home to look nice because I think it's a way of loving people. Right. But it doesn't have to be, like, everything it. doesn't have to be yes. in order and dusted. Maybe my bookshelf is a little bit messy and maybe there's a toy on the floor. And it's okay. And it's not just okay, but it's good. And it's yeah. good because God made it good and God gave me a home and God gave me yeah. the ability invite people in and say, sit and let's talk. And I'm thinking very specifically of these two young women that come into my home on a weekly, biweekly basis. And I always want to have my home just right. And it just never is. And do you know, they never care. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. in and they just want to sit in my home and they always say it's so cozy and they just want to talk with me and we do Bible study together and then they go and they don't care. Yeah. And so I love that. It's it's been so freeing to sort of let go of that I have to have everything just right and say, you know what, these women love me and I love them and that's good. Beautiful. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, this is such a great, great conversation. And I, I just, um, you know, I hope that you guys will, first of all, pick up the book, but also go to Sarah's site and website. And I'll be giving you some information on that at the end of this interview. But would you yeah. pray for that girl out there that, that maybe is struggling? Maybe, oh, maybe she's yes. on the other side of the spectrum and she is so bound by perfection. Yes. Yeah. And everything has to be, and she's actually good at it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it's still just bondage. Would you, yeah. would you pray for us all? I would love to. <clears throat> Father, I thank you for this time and this opportunity to be with Joanna and for everybody who's watching or listening in. God, I pray right now for those women who are finding their identity in anything mm. but you, Amen. whether it's in um, accomplishing or cleaning or um, whether they're fearful or what, whatever the thing is, f- feelings of failure, depression, discouragement, pride, mm-hmm. forgetting everything done. Yeah. I pray, God, that you would just gently tear those things away from yes. them. Yes. And instead, let them see that you are their identity, that they are, if they know you, that you are their daughter and that you mm-hmm. love them. God, that was the most freeing thing you ever did to me was, yeah. was to show me that I was going to keep messing up, but that you were doing the work inside mm-hmm. of me. And if I just continue to submit to you and obey you to the best of my human ability, that you would do the work that I am clay and you are the potter and you will mature me and help me. I'm not left to my own devices. Thank Thank God. And Jesus, I just pray for all of the women listening that they would know they do not have to accomplish this all on their own. Yes. The power of the Holy Spirit to help Mm. them. 
Amen. And so in our weakness that we would, God, I, I ask that you would help women to be gentle with themselves yeah. as they're growing and changing and figuring out how to do life and holidays and busyness. And, and then at the end of it all, you'd strip it away and we would get right to you. Jesus, Amen. And we would stop and be in awe of who you are and what you do. Thank we you. love you, Lord. In Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And I just want to say something. If you'll let me real quick. Sure. Um, it's not just one more cleaning book. Yes. It's not a boot camp. Like, just do it. <laughs> it is really for those of you out there who do struggle, yeah. uh, but you don't want to put yourself in the messy category of like, I'm just a messy, but yet you kind of know that you are. Um, but yet you do have um, vision. You want more. Yeah. But you just don't know quite how to get there without beating yourself up because you feel like a failure most of the time. If that's you, if you feel like that, then that's who I wrote this book book for um, to say like, you are not a failure and Jesus is going to do the work. And here's some great ideas to get you there. And if you can't do them all, that's okay. And if you are more of a Martha type, believe it or not, I've had Martha types write me and say, thank you because this helped me to slow down and Jesus. And I was shocked by that because I didn't write it for Martha's. I wrote it for like kind of lazy Mary's. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh, anyway, the thing I appreciated about it is it's so, it really truly is doable. You know, when I was a a young mom and really, really struggling, you know, I would go to the experts. Yeah, right. They feel terrible. Well, they would make you like create these systems. And by the time you created the system, you were too exhausted to actually do anything. And this is, I'm not detail oriented at all. There's no systems. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I don't know that I totally agree with that. I do know it's broken down into just really doable things that, that can become, it's like, sometimes we don't know how to do yeah, know how, and we're paralyzed right. by the immensity, and you just give us really, really good handouts yeah. and new, new things to do on a daily basis. Yes, but most of all, just this, just the spiritual aspect. It's I, I love this book. I love Thank you. <laughs> so, amen. I'm just excited. Well, listen, I am so glad you were with us, Miss Sarah, you. and you're going to have to come back. You were going to. I would love to. This is really fun. You are so fun. I, <laughs> With your well, and we are, we're going to get together one day. We keep trying, but it, it doesn't. Yes. Oh my word. And I just realized, of course you have your Christmas wreath because this is going to go up at Christmas time. <laughs> you are so prepared. Hey everyone. No, she's really no, prepared. It's all a facade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry that it was all like, why is that up? <laughs> no. no, it didn't sound like that at all. It didn't. Oh. Uh, well, I'm so glad you were with us, Sarah. And you you ladies out there listening, thank you so much for being with us. And I just want to remind you that you are deeply, deeply loved. And more than that, you have have a God who wants to help you become all that you desire to be, but most importantly, what He longs for your life. So you just keep pursuing Him. Well, I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. If you'd like to learn more about Sarah May, you can go visit her on Facebook or visit her website for a sample of a having a Martha home the merry way. Until next time, God bless.